conversation happy new year um i'm glad to see whoever you are tuned into this and i pray that your new year started off right um this is cocktails and conversation i was trying to do something different this is 2021 so we're going to 2021 so let's give you a new look um my name is yusuf muhammad as usual we start off with our introduction yusuf muhammad image creation marketing uh relationships conversationalist talk more about that as we keep going I am Keisha from She Deity LLC. I am an herbalist, a divine feminine coach, um, and so much more. We'll get more into that later. Okay. Hello, everyone. I am Jamil Muhammad. I own Fruit Attic LLC. I'm a relationship author of Learning to Love Again, Mm. which is based on helping people heal and build their emotional intelligence to navigate their relationships. Welcome to 2021. I hope to be able to bring in the new year with a very interesting topic and subject that tentilates the ears. Awesome. Um, so I always forget the mention I'm an author myself. <laughs> Every show I always forget that. I wrote a book called The ABCs of Love and Relationship. Pray for you get that book along with my brother's Mills. Um, but as we said when we first started doing our show, we always want to do something different. We don't want to keep the same look always. We want to be able to keep the interest of the people. So with this being a new year, that new year, new year type stuff, um, we want to have a new look. So we're doing it from LLC. Thank you for allowing us to come in and set up all this stuff. Let everybody know about what the business is. I love this artwork in the background. You have to see the ambience in this place. It's very beautiful. So what I like to do, one, he said my ambience. I like to um, create a space in my home. I'm here a lot of the time. I am self-employed, so I'm here a lot of the time. So I need my place to feel comfortable and where I can think and vibe. So everything I have is for me to catch a vibe and get... um, just keep positive energy in. Um, as far as what I do, um, mainly, um, I, <laughs> uh, how can I say? Well, I make Yanni steams. I'll say it the, the proper way. I make Yanni steams. I'm very, um, passionate about, um, healing vaginas. Can I say that? Yeah. Okay. Um, but no, like I think that a lot of our um, our energy, our root chakra, um, it's a lot of trauma and damage that has happened with women there, um, and so that's where I started. Obviously, we have mental things that we have to deal with. I'm starting from the opposite end. So, um, but I I do I do Yanni steams. I do my Yanni pearls, um, Yanni oils, anything to bring out the divine feminine and. Um, just boost that energy. I also make candles and other, um, what I call goddess dip, and that's um, bath, bath scrubs and things of that sort. So that's where I'm going. Um, I also counsel women that are um, looking to find themselves. Um, so we'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay, so. with that being said, um, I'm going to Jamil, he's going to introduce what we're doing tonight. Go ahead. All right, today's topic is going to be, is sex sacred in 2021? 
with what were you saying the with all the other so my part of it was um what's the what's the what's the thing OnlyFans 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 with that still with that being so prevalent nowadays and I was explaining that OnlyFans is not just about selling your 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 whatever you're selling people also on there selling candles I have a friend who who just sells her feet people have a foot fetish but that just became the question so I'm gonna fall back and let you all roll this for a second before I jump in so um well Jamil like that was your question so yes is sex still sacred if you're on social media showing it if it doesn't have the same I guess I would say like value where before nobody saw it nobody had access unless you were in a traditional relationship where you were courted or dated for a while met the parents but now you know sex with the proliferation of pornography and all this it doesn't seem like it's still very sacred these days I think it's kind of easier to get than alone Mm. I mean I mean, let's just talk about that. Like, if you, hey, can I borrow? Or, hey, you want to do this? Just like, <laughs> well, <laughs> I do it. <laughs> <laughs> but it ain't gonna be like. Um. Well, go ahead, Keisha. You want? Um. I mean, how I feel about it personally. Um. It's yes and no. It de- it depends on it depends on the person. Right, um, sex has been weaponized, so we're using it as a weapon more Ooh. these days, and that's Ooh. what we're taught. So now, what do you do? You could sell it and get money for it, or you could go be with somebody that's gonna, you know, you felt it was gonna be sacred, and they use you, abuse you, and then now you're tossed to the side. Yeah. So now you're on OnlyFans, popping at it. I'm just kidding. But but I do still feel like it's a sacred thing. And I think it's people like us that bring awareness to people that, hey, this is still a sacred thing. Um, It's and it could be. And then people don't understand, like when you do make it sacred, sacred, how much better it is, because, you know, when you cut off access to all those different energies that you have or build up in you and you, you know, get a focal point on the partners that you want to have, then it's it's pretty amazing. So. So I ask about this sex, Um, if a person's so we all have people that we like. I'm trying to be nice with my wording on this one, but dude, it's a cocktail conversation. So let me not have to do that one. So if a person that you are desiring is just doing it with the same person online, all these only fans, is it still sacred at that point? Because, or, or is it just, how is this sex changing our mindset? I'm trying to get to a point. I'm thinking about you know, I always say social media ruin relationships. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I've always thought that's BS. Mm-hmm. Social media does not ruin relationships. It's what you do on social media that ruins your relationship. That's been my personal thought for years. Because just like the internet's been around for at least 94, 95 that I can remember, it's been around that long. 
but people have been were using in the internet for different reasons before. So it's your activity and your frame of mind on the internet that ruins your life. So if you use the internet to look up bombs, like it was back in the early 2000s, late 90s, everybody was, all them kids was pipe bomb making. Now, like, oh, we gotta get about the internet. No, I never looked it up in my life. So the sex, with it, you ask the question, is it still sacred? If you're not looking up sex, and that's not your focus. Is it still okay? Is it, I mean, I, I believe it still be sacred in a way because that's not my focus. You know, it's, I guess that you watch it so much. And <laughs> you watch it so much as every voice in your life. It's like, eh. all right, next. I got something to do. Or the maturity factor that you have because I can see you watching as a teenager, young kid. But when you get 30, 40, 50 years old, it's like, all right, well, I can't watch that all day. I got stuff to do. Or that may just be me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't... Um, I mean, everything is 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 sex, though, these days. I mean, I get what you're saying. Every, everything. Not even just pornography. Like, every... I mean, there's hardly a time where you can go online and not see someone damn near naked. Like, right, right. Um, but, I mean, it just... It depends. It's, it depends. It's just so many gray areas because it's either they're promoting sex or they're promoting body positivity so like how do you decipher between the two because then you're like okay am I watching this and turned on by this is she really promoting body body positivity mm. so um it's good it's just it's different um I think you can't ask in the masses is it sacred I mean I think if you were to survey a bunch of people um a bunch of people would say no, they've done this, but it's sacred to me, and that's everybody. And they're out there popping off on anything, so. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. If, when two people meet each other, mm-hmm. it isn't that, it's not sex the precursor to know if you found the right one. When before sex was used as, okay, I found the right one, now it's time for me to culminate it with the sexual experience based on our commitment, but now it's now different. Now sex kicks it off. Mm-hmm. It does. So now it's like, what are we after you have sex? That's how the average relationship goes now. What I, are we? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, but uh, to be honest, I can't imagine like doing it the traditional way. <laughs> Because I like wait until you get married. I'd be mad as hell. You're just like because it's, so, it's right. It's such a huge, a huge part of a. Re- I don't care what no one says. It's a huge part of relationships. But like, go ahead. Let me finish the fire. But no, go ahead. But I believe slightly opposite. We're adults. Our, we are adults. All right. So I understand people wanna. Um, Test the the car before you keep it. Go <laughs> <laughs> test drive. I understand that one. It's a kicker. How many miles on this car? So I feel that one. However, um, you know we, we're Muslim, so we have another philosophy, a way, and thinking of things. And as I matured in life, I understood a lot more. Because um, even when it comes down to our women, they're supposed to be covered up, and as a youth. You kind of understood it, but you didn't understand it. It was just like, ah, whatever. But as I've gotten older, especially in this society, 
we were just talking about, you don't know about body shaming or you're promoting sex nowadays. Mm-hmm. So as you're looking at a female or a male, I'm not female, because that's what me into. So I'm looking at a female, I can see everything. I have nothing left to the imagination. There's nothing for me to desire anymore. But if I see you fully dressed, I'm not focusing on you and the connecting with your mind. And if I'm connecting with your mind, now I have a, a, a stronger connection. So as I was listening to this um, other podcast earlier, um, a young lady was talking about how she waited. She had it, she was her third marriage. I was like, that's a lot right But it was her third marriage. And she said the first time she did it, uh, she dated somebody for a long time and they got married. Cool. Second time, she just, um, I don't know how the relationship was, but she still wasn't having sex with them before. Then the third time, she said, I'm going to slow down and I'm going to try to do it God's way because I'm old and I got to do this right. So she met the man. They dated for like three years. She said, I'm going to stay celibate. And they didn't do nothing like she said. We probably cuddled, but we never did anything like that. And then when we finally got married and we had sex, she said this was just electrifying. She said this is some stuff I've never done before because we had connected so much mentally that the sex was another part of it. So I understood that part and saying that, all right, well, cool. They got the connection. But as you were just saying, still going back to body, the, the, um, the sex and the body shaming, just nowadays, I'm, I, I like watching TV, but I don't like it because it's so much sex. It's like, all right, well, I want to watch this show, but they were going to have sex halfway through it. So I got to take my little daughter out the room so she can't be watching TV with me. And what are they promoting? Is it so? Right. Yeah. Is sex still sacred if it's being displayed everywhere? I think it's what you make it. I think you can, it can be displayed wherever it wants to be, but whoever you're with, you make it sacred with that person. Like, I don't care. Like, if, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yusuf. Thought process just hit Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Um, porn. Porn. <laughs> <laughs> so, I remember the conversation. I would love to say it was the minister, but it was somebody else. Um, either way, it said when you invite, you shouldn't watch porn. We talk about the sacredness of sex. Because when you're watching porn, it's as if you're inviting someone into the bedroom with you. And you're spilling energy to something that's wasted. Okay, that one, that one too. And okay. or, or you're fantasizing. Remember going back to the conversation about Jesus said. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus said, if you thought it, you have done it. So if you are fantasizing about another individual in your relationship, or not even in the relationship, you're fantasizing about that person. Because let's go back to the testing the car before it gets uh, for you own it. And you didn't test the car and the car is a uh, is a is a is a, a lemon. clunker. <laughs> a lemon. So it's a lot of women who are in relationships now with men who they say, I just think about someone else while I'm doing it just to get off or just to get through this process. Are they wrong? Is the sex still sacred at that point? I think that's something, yeah, that's that's different. That I mean, it's not sacred with that person anymore. <laughs> you know, um, no, no, that's, I mean, again, sex has become a perversion. So like, at that point, it's a perversion. It's, it's, 
the sacredness is gone. <laughs> Tisha, let me ask you a question. What does something being sacred mean to you? It means, um, I don't know. I, I honestly, I don't have. I knew you were gonna ask me this because you said you were gonna ask me this, but I don't have a true definition. I just have a feeling of what I feel like it. It feels like I don't like the one thing I hate is. I don't even know how to put this, Jamel. Why you gotta ask me? It's like, I don't know. I can't, I can't, honestly, I cannot explain it. It's like, it's a, it's this is how you have the conversation. You gotta put your mind on it. Just say it. <laughs> Just say it. It's really like for something to be sacred to me, it's like I deeply care about it. Like I I care about a lot of things, a lot of things equally. But when something is sacred to me, like my child is sacred to me. Okay. You get what I'm okay. saying? So my family sacred to me. Like these are okay. things that matter. I would die for, I would yeah. kill for, I like everything. So if I find a partner that I want to give myself to or have them give themselves to me. Like, honestly, I probably wouldn't even start anything if I felt like you couldn't take that place in in my sacred circle. And I mean, to me, just because who I am, my circle could be, you know, whatever my circle, but it's still, yeah, but it's still sacred to me. It's not like, oh, you're this way. I have, I still have a circle and it's still, these are important. This is important to me. That's it. If you have <clears throat> intercourse with a person in your circle and they also have a circle mm. and then they have a circle too. Mm. So you have a lot of circles within circles within right. circles. So I don't have that. Don't do well, that. how do you know? Because, because my, you know. You know. <laughs> it, it depends. So like I, like I, I'm very, very, and we talk about this. Like I told you, I, well, we, I told uh, like, I don't believe in porn. I don't watch porn. I, I, <laughs> I don't. I do not. <laughs> I know. Like, I I don't. And even when I take on other people, part of being, even like with the poly relationship, it's not, hey, you get to go be with everybody. You get to be with us. Us. One, two, three. That's it. And if it, if it stems outside of that, then you're no longer a part of this. So it's still, um, it's still just this circle. Like other people, you're gonna always have different circles out there, but um, you know, when you when you get that bond and it's just y'all together, like you know, and I know like my intuition is everything. So if someone is out there doing some things, they ain't gonna, I'm gonna pick up on it immediately and we gotta address it. And then it's either it's that or it's, well, let me ask you this. Is sex sacred if it's based on lust? Because lust is what is initiating the whole action because it's not based on love. Mm. See, if, like you say, your son, your family, if man goes out and cares for you and listens to your problems and supports <laughs> you and, you know, he's doing what it takes to really maintain and emotionally support you in every facet. And then he has, he lays down with you and have sex. To him, that's what makes it sacred, what he had to do to qualify mm-hmm. for the privilege right. of laying down with you. Now, if that privilege is not something that is shared where you're like well no I can just feel a certain way 
is that there's no action, there's no duty, there's no obligation attached to this feeling, just my feeling. <laughs> and that feeling could be rooted in lust, it could be rooted in you like the person. You are you saying that for female-wise? It could be male or female. Because men are more about the action, females are more about the feeling. So if we feel it, we feel it, man. They're going to do their part to, to take the action. But um, yeah, it's still, like, I don't even believe you can have a relationship without both love and lust. I think you have to have both of them. Now, if they're going, you mean if they go out somewhere else and you just go on the street and you're like, oh, she fine, I'm about to go hit that. Is it still sacred? Then no, it's that's the perversion of it. Like, now you're just trying to, yeah. That. I'll give you that. I believe that in a relationship, that if you both don't have a certain amount of lust for each other, I may be using the wrong, wrong, the word wrong. I, I love the word lust. On my term, I'm using it in relation to what you're saying. If that desire or that lust for each other, because lust is the modern, up-to-date, sounding good version of desire, <laughs> you know, fire and desire when we were growing up, <laughs> my parents were growing up. But if a person doesn't have a certain amount of that for their mate, their mate doesn't have that certain amount equal to that in their mate, the relationship is not going to work. Because in order for us to get along, not even get along, for us to make it, I have to want you. Mm-hmm. And when I say want, I'm not talking about this, this, this juvenile thinking of if I can't have you, nobody can have you, I kill you. You got that thing, you need to check yourself. You know, that's just crazy as hell. But I'm talking about the fact of I would do I would say anything to make you happy, mm-hmm. to prove my love to you. Now there's there's some some fine line to that because people still go mean, above yeah. that one, but yeah, yeah. And I, I I think of it too like when you first meet somebody and you don't know anything about them and you see that person mm-hmm. and. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It could be their eyes, the symmetry on their face, their lip shape, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's it's obviously it's not love at that point. It's just it's lust at that point. But isn't that like an amazing feeling to have? Like love, love too. Love is an amazing feeling. That's that feeling like you know you locked in forever. But that lust is something that like it's, it just takes it overboard. Love, love could have you in the house with somebody that you really just don't even fucking like. I'm sorry. That you don't like. Like, I love them, but y'all barely speak. Y'all barely this. Y'all barely that. But <laughs> but I still love you. It's, it's, it's not that. My it's, teacher would say, I love my children. I just don't like them. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, who... I mean, I wouldn't... I couldn't see myself in a relationship like that. Like, I would die. Right. Like, mm-hmm. but and, and it can come back to life though. It can, but like, why lose it? I mean, I get it. As a ghost, you get all the outside stuff that takes over, and it's like, whatever. And then stuff goes downhill. But like, you don't want it to go too far where it's just really hard to recover. And then that's where people start looking outward. In my opinion. Well, I want since I'm married, I want to help everybody understand how, if they're to be married, how you must make that transition. Though I agree with you. It may start off with lust. It may start off with intuition, as you, as women would mm. most likely say. That lust must turn into passion. Passion is converted by your divine energy. Mm. 
you literally can summon, like you was talking about your chakra energy, to bring what was first you needed lust. Now you just know how to convert your energy, your emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we talk about how you take from sex to sex to now you're making love, is now you literally know how to convert your passionate energy for what you love mm-hmm. to who you love. <laughs> So to me as a married man, I would say that's what makes it sacred on the highest level. While somebody, if they haven't experienced love, they're experiencing the emotional side of it. But that's subject to change. Like you said, you can stop liking somebody at any time in their relationship. If that's what your relationship is kind of based on, then it's over because it's emotional. Emotional relationships are there. They don't make marriage. You can't make a marriage have an emotional relationship. So... In order for sex to be sacred on that level, being with somebody 5, 10, 20, 30, 40 years, it cannot be rooted (laughs) in the same thing that you started off when you were single. Because most people, they never can make that transition because they still want that lust factor. So they would end up cheating or or stepping out because they're trying to get back that old feeling. They're chasing waterfalls because it, it, it doesn't come back chasing that first time so does it does it matter like the type of people because like i i know like the people that i've 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 dated mm-hmm. and we're on the same accord when it comes to that it's like that's a huge thing for like if you would say hey i'm gonna give you five things list them from one to five and the most important or whatever and so a lot of my Geez, not a lot of them. Talk to me. Talk <laughs> to that I, that I um, But the people that I did, a lot of us, we, we, you know, we're really in accord with what we think is the highest. And like, so does it, does it matter the, the person? So like me and you were obviously very different. Like you're, you're very traditional. Mm, that's so cute. I love it. But does 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 that put in play in it? Does that does that? Because I don't think there's one way to be. I don't think it's like, well, you can't you can't have lust too. You got to make it this, or you have to have. I think it's really important for me. Like one because I I want to be desired. Like that's that's a huge thing for me in a relationship. Yeah, like seriously, like Come it's on, a thing uh, for me. Tina, and, uh, <laughs> Rick. <laughs> but I do like. I feel like I think that's one of the things men want women to desire them, and women want to feel desired. Like that's a huge thing in life. Um, it may not be everybody's thing, but I think that's a thing for me and the people that I've dated. I want to say men want women to desire them. But they do, especially. We do to a degree. That's why you guys got to work extra hard. That's why y'all, even like nowadays, everybody want to have cars. They want to have money. To me, that's, when I talk about the difference between a man and a male, that's the difference. See, a man gets to a point where, see, when you are constantly looking for the admiration and the attention of women, 
you are being controlled by women at that point. What is it? What if it's not women? What if it's a woman? If it's your woman, yeah, just it's something different. But yeah. we're, you said women. Well, I was just generalizing it. But if a man, but it, it still has, but it still has some balance in that one because. I just look at relationships, period. Uh, the ones who lasted long. I don't really look at these five, ten-year ones because y'all ain't hit, hit the hump yet. Hit 15, 20, yep. 30, yep. then we start talking. <laughs> y'all stressing me out. Those relationships, you still see the man has passion. I like how you said that word. He has a passion and a desire for his woman. At that point of his life, I'm not doing things to attract my woman. I'm doing things to make her happy. I'm doing things to make us happy so that we're now, because as we're building a future, I have to make sure the seeds have been planted properly and being watered properly by her. So a man who's at a certain point of his life, let's just use the one everybody likes, Jay-Z and Beyonce. Do you think Jay-Z is still trying to impress Beyonce at this point in life? Yes. <laughs> yes. How? It's just, yes. I mean, it, it, uh, I don't it's, it, not about, it's not about impressing. It's not about impressing. It's, it's, it's something that, like, when I get up in the morning... and I use proper wording, then. You said impress. No, well, no, I said desire. That's what I said. said, I, said I, I said desire. Desire. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Have to roll my eyes at him. Anywho, I feel like I mean you. Ha- I don't. I feel like you have to do those things. Like, really, Yusuf? I'm listening. Really? Why? Because like, why would you? If you start off a certain way and you are this way, yes, things are gonna change. People evolve. People grow. But I'm not gonna stop. Like, if I know that. I, one thing, we'll use weight. You give somebody, y'all work out together, and all of a sudden, you 300 pounds. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Jamel. <laughs> 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 he got happy. <laughs> no, I did. I was thinking about somebody who's going through the same thing See, exactly. right now. But and, and I'm not saying, but the thing, you get comfortable and you, when you stop caring about that person desiring, you let yourself go and then you start getting upset with you. And then like, I think it brings on a lot of problems when you don't care about being desired or, you know, I, I feel like that. Like, am I wrong? I don't know. I, mean, I, like, I, I like to talk about desire because that's something that. I've just had to deal with um, two children that was born back to back. And that's a question that every woman, especially after they have children, or like you said, in a relationship for a while, like, do you still desire me? And you have to let them know why. That over time, it is a woman's integrity and character that carries Mm -hmm. desire. See, it's no longer what you know it's not what she brought to the table at first Mm. that you can hold on to because you will find out in any long term relationship even that passes you have to build on something that has a stronger foundation if you're going to have a longer relationship I don't care not gain 300 pounds uh uh women gain weight women gain weight women lose weight and the fact of the matter just like 50 Cent did that 21 questions when you're married even if that 
cuts off for a while or the person is in an accident, you still have to be held to your vow. That goes back to the into that, that that connection I was talking I about. I get earlier. it, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. But I don't well, care. Out everything else. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't <laughs> you guys are not gonna sit here and tell me if I got up and when you got up and every day you see me in a bonbon and I don't never get dressed and I don't never do I stop cooking, I stop doing whatever I'm like there is no way you're gonna tell me like you're not gonna be like what the hell's going on here and the thing is and it's not even i don't even want to put it on just guys because women we do it to ourselves where we, we do it to ourselves we do because we get so comfortable because you get comfortable with us getting up and our our hair not combed and us running around like chickens with our hair cut off or whatever. Y'all get comfortable with it, we get comfortable with it. And then we start second guessing ourselves, like what the hell? I let myself go. And we get to a point where we so let go, now we start resenting you. Because you were like, no, baby, you look good. <laughs> I'm like, you're, <laughs> you're perfect, I love you. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna give an example of a friend that uh, we were talking about earlier who was in a relationship with an individual and they went out and party and they wanted to go to sleep and then the mate woke them up to have an argument. And that's something that, again, going back to the female, you want to do that to yourself. We didn't ask you why to do this. Like, if you got comfortable with yourself, exactly, we have to, see, as men, we have to learn to pick our battles. <laughs> and that battle of how comfortable you are, baby, you you, you love it, I like it. So that's <laughs> what I'm saying. You like it, I like, like it. That's why you, like, that's why I have to teach women about loving themselves self-care because the thing, that's what I'm saying is we we lose interest in you caring about us like at that point we stopped caring what you thought like now you don't care like we don't care because now we see you don't care before if I was to see you every time you see me I want to be dressed I want to look good I want to smell good why because I want I want I want you because you know but it goes back to what they say See, my mother would say to me, again, I said this before, um, that what you did to get her, you have to do to keep her. But what happens a lot of times is we as men have to do that, but you as females forget to do that to yourself. Right. So if I met you a certain way, Try to keep it up, because if you think that's what's gonna that's bother what me, that's what I'm saying. I'm in agreement with you, but what happens again? Like you say, you all get upset with us because we just, you know, that's how she's now. So I'm, what I'm supposed to do? I can encourage you. <laughs> I can encourage you. Hey, baby, I she gonna get that. mad, but tell you her. Know, the crazy thing is when you're dating, there's there's so much anticipation that can be built up before you meet each other that you do not have when you're cohabitating. And that's what, to me, is a fundamental problem. You know, it's so easy when you can just pull up and then leave and make that moment when you pull up special or exciting or, you know, (laughs) thrilling and all that. And that's the thing that, as women, just think about all these fun times because a lot of times, every man has been Mr. Right now. If you... And they also been Mr. Right. I ain't never been Mr. Right now, unfortunately. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. And so when you think about Mr. Right, Mr. Right now is just waiting. There's all this anticipation, you know, you know, 
It has very limited time. It's very convenient. So a lot of women fantasize about this Mr. Right Now turning into Mr. Right. But then as soon as you get Mr. Right Now home, and there ain't no more buildup, there's no more planning all week, there's no anticipation, there's no preparation. Mm. So then passion kind of leaves because familiarity steps in and this becomes right exactly this becomes a fundamental problem that even women feel because women um cheat just as much as men oh yeah i know i cheat better oh i know right and And the thing is god i do know this when 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 women cheat See, when men men cheat, men can go and cheat, come back home, take care of the family. <laughs> Women, we cheat, we, we mentally check out. And yeah, we're gone. Go. Y'all go. It ain't nothing you can do, say, nothing, we're out. And a lot of times, they could be thinking about something from their past, trying to recreate it or whatnot. So, sex being sacred, they can mm. still think that sex is sacred. However women can be holding on to that that first experience or that experience where they felt truly loved and trying to recreate that over and over and every mister right now kind of sensed that before like you're not even present but okay I'll ride with it I don't know if women are like that these days I think a lot of women are more closed off than trying to hold on to something I think they're traumatized Really? When a woman gives her mm-hmm. body to you and she's trauma, a woman does not love you. No, yeah, well, yeah. And she's giving her body to you. As a man, you understand what role you're in at that point. Mm-hmm. Would you agree, yourself? Mr. Cleaning? <laughs> right. Mr. Clean up, right. Right. Mr. Rebound, Mr. Clean, whatever, you know your role. You're, you're really, she's, she's in another place right now. You're a placeholder. Mm hmm. So, she's getting over. She's trying to replace a um, feeling of a voice. feeling of what you know what? I have you watched the boys? No, I watched it. Okay, so if you might watch the boys, there's this one scene where there's this lesbian couple. She's a uh, she's a star, and it goes into this point. And I, I was watching with a friend the other day. Matter of fact, it's Rasul. And with somebody else, we feel us in the room, we were watching the show, and they said this, I never got it to that point right then and there. So there was a lesbian couple, and due to some situations, they broke up. They had to break up. And the lady wound up having a relationship with some men. Some? Some men. Okay. <laughs> some men. And the manager walked in on it. And she was just smoking a cigarette, trying to get her thought process, her, her thoughts together. And the manager was like, "This is not what you do." And the girls, and then uh, the superstar, will get to a point. She says, "Why don't you just be a fucking human for a moment and understand that I'm going through something?" And the female in the room, lesbian, with us, we have we were all watching the show. She said. She was trying to feel something again. And I said, damn, I've never understood that point about her wanting to just feel something. So going back to your point, that's why I was trying to put a little example on the um, feeling. Oh, sex scene. No, the sex scene. Oh, no, it wasn't on the sex scene. Just, you know, watch the boys. You know, <laughs> the show was good, but it's just that one moment where 
she has to feel something. So going back to the point of, you know, they're doing things just to be, you know, feeling it again. If I'm, you know. Feeling desired. Yeah. Feeling special because a woman oftentimes will want to recreate that, that experience she had in her youth because the older you get, you're looking at your body, you know, some time. <laughs> the better better you get, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you want that old <laughs> You want that old thing back. You know what I mean? You, you want that old magic back. Come on, back. You want that old thing back. Come on, sir. And sex is still sacred, though, right? But under these circumstances, now, like you said, it can become weaponized. It become a, a crutch for self-validation. It can become so much more. So even though we may start off saying sex is sacred, oh. once we get into how it's being used... Thank you. With these issues, just getting older, man, who's looking at me now? The older, older men and women get, we use sex very differently. And it takes the sacredness out of it because now we need to use it as a method of validation. That's true. To give us self-worth and value. I get that. I understand. It's just not my point of view. No, that's definitely that's definitely what happens. That's, that's you can still sprinkle a little lust in there and all that, and hey, I really like you, but underneath all of that, you got those issues, and that's what most people get in their experience right now. If you met the average person out, yeah, they might like you, they may think you're attractive, but underneath all that, they're hurting. Well, I got a different view on this sex, sacred, all stuff. When you talked about different people, um, generational difference is all I want to look at mm-hmm. from our grandparents parents us the generation under us which is like 20 something and then the ones that are coming up the sacredness of sex has been changed out I was listening to the minister the other day and he had a, um, when he was talking about how back in the day when he was young on TV when they had a sex scene it wasn't a sex scene they just went into a room and a major scene came on. <laughs> <laughs> like, they made it out black. <laughs> <laughs> the birds, what they're doing. We use imagination. By the time my parents were growing up and we were children, during that same time period, they were kissing on TV at that point. In the uh, 60s and 70s, they were kissing on TV. Because they really weren't doing that much back in the day. Um, and then it was more passionate. Then you could, they start wearing. Um, the the girdle belts at that point they were they were wearing them on TV in the sixties and seventies before they didn't what they were wearing them on TV back in style now uh whatever <laughs> um lose weight that's what I'm doing <laughs> um so after that then it became for our generation they were starting to promote it and I remember the big show that I never watched it being I'm kind of afraid sad to say that but I never watched the show I'm not sad to say that Baywatch. I don't know if I've ever watched that. Either. See, okay, good. I don't feel ashamed anymore. So, Baywatch was the show for a lot of sex when we were growing up because it's the beach. Everybody's out mm-hmm. there being sexy and seductive. That was the real starting of sex for my our generation to me because I don't think a lot of that was going on before. You know what I mean? The show? I don't know. Probably was five. Five? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Now, yeah. now as you move towards this, that was the late, that was the nineties. As you move towards the, I remember, and then if you if you were on cable, you had to watch uh, Real Sex on Hollywood oh, or HBO. That's when you got 
that for our generation. <laughs> it wasn't a lot of sex on it. You had to watch it up late, late, late at night to watch it. Um, and then by the 2000s, sex was becoming more prevalent on TV at that point. It was being introduced a lot more. The intimate scenes, and now it's two, the 2010-ish and later on, they start having the... Um, lesbian gay relationships now they're not, not introducing transgender so going back to all that to go back to the sacredness of sex over the generations with us and our parents and above they didn't show it so you had to go look for it and your mind wasn't to me engulfed in the thought of sex 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 all day growing up because we had other stuff to do I'm like the comparison of nowadays and back then. Our generation was outside all the time. That's all we did as children. I mean, Nintendo and the stuff came out, but probably one kid on each block had a Nintendo. Most of us were still outside. Now the generations, everybody's inside all day, so the mindset has been changed. So same thing with the mindset of sex. You're now focused more on it than you were before. Now with your focus being on sex more, what does it lead to your thought development? What's going on in your life? Or, I mean, I'm just talking about sacred sex for all of us, period. So, that's just right. another part of this conversation I'm going to think about is how's it changing the future for us? Mm-hmm. What are our, What is the next generation looking forward to doing? Because if everybody wants to focus on fans only, only fans. Only fans. So you see, you see, I don't, I don't have one. I don't use them. No, no disrespect to anybody who has one, period. I believe in getting your money. I'm just using examples of what, what are right now. However, I always look at that and say, how will that catch up to you in the future? If you are putting all of yourself on the internet today, that stays there. It never leaves. So when you are... Now looking to have a relationship, now you have a child, and your child's looking on the internet, and they're like, oh, that's mommy. How was that thought process being put into it? That's just me talking about you know, sex and sacredness and all that other stuff to go along with it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me for Sacredness to me is correlated by accessibility. Mm. Um, if something is back, like we were talking about generational, we used to, when I was young, you met a woman, you had to get her, you had to get a phone number, call the whole house if she gave you the right number, mm. talk. You had to, can I speak to so and so? Be lucky if yeah. her folks would let you talk to her. So just having access to her over the phone to talk to her was difficult. Ooh. So now, but you speak for it now. Everybody's, you know, accessible all the time. And mm. also sex is easily accessible. You can watch it. So what is its value? How can something be easily accessible? You can get it everywhere, anywhere, on any corner, become sacred. Like you say, it is if you make it so, but it's now it's much more difficult. It's much more difficult because Sex is just, you can get it easier. I, I think that, I believe that. I get it, it being out there. But again, it's, 
Are you talking about sacred between your partner? Because, I mean, you make it sacred between y'all. It's not the world out there. I mean, both of you both can be on social media scrolling and see whatever y'all see, but that doesn't affect what y'all got going on at home unless you let it. It, it, I think whatever you consume does. you You can't really separate what are you consuming as an individual. You can transmute it, though. You you have to sort of say you know what I gotta I gotta stop uh, because if you just consumes like you said watching TV social media this that that it's a, then when it comes to your partner what do they say you start holding false expectations you got memories and you got what you seeing all the time how does your partner supposed to measure up to that true but like I said it goes back into your thought process right like where mm-hmm. you are mentally no that and yeah where you are mentally because what are you looking up because if you're looking up this stuff on well shit you ain't gotta look it up you just right. scroll it and it's there yeah never mind <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it is weird like if you're like you know everyone uses the word woke and conscious but then like I can watch whatever I want to watch again I don't watch porn but I can, but that doesn't come just make your own yeah <laughs> you know what I mean like I that doesn't take away from my partner like I still and not even like I don't even want to just use sex because anything could be say even like intimacy isn't even you know people think sex is intimate sex is intimacy but it's not the only form of intimacy so um I could watch whatever and then maybe I mean in my mind I like you bring it in if you bring it in you transmute it and you push it out into something that's better that's how I feel about it that's the same thing like you do with negative some people we were able to pull in negative energy people some negative people will feed to people with positive energy but that's because we're good at transmuting it so all you can do is you and your partner hey if you do happen to consume it mm-hmm. bring it in transmute it push it out to something positive I'm overly positive. That's my toxic trait, by the way. <laughs> but uh, I can understand your point. But that's, I think- and that's how I feel about it. I I just I I think things are how you make them. Like if you let it consume you, if you let it be a problem, then it is. I think as a man, you go out there and you see all these half naked women, and you're in a relationship. You can sort of bottle that up, put that in the passion bottle, and. Uh, express it to your your wife and your mate. Most men won't. I think I, I, there is some, and there's actually some. There's plenty of religious text that deals with that notion because it's something that we undoubtedly going to have to deal with. Like every woman with a man say, oh, you know, like look straight, like because she knows it's all around. Men don't only be telling women, hey, you need to be looking straight, but I probably don't have this problem because I'm looking too. Um, that's why you're on here. Um, but even with see me, I'm different. I look at it like in situations like that, I believe that it's your own security level. Because like I, I use the example of my I like that my son's mother. Because we were 
tight when we were together. Like, yeah, we were click tight. And the fact of that she, this is how I became, you know, I understood more women a lot of ways because she her thing was like I'm secure with my relationship with Yusuf I did some dumb stuff I ain't gonna lie but she said I'm secure my relationship with him that I know he ain't going nowhere so if you look at him or you do that in front of him okay that's what you choose to do but it's on him or what he reacts to it but I know he's not going nowhere so when women, I see women say that in public, or you know, oh, we gotta leave because it's looking at you, or you know, she wanna start a fight with another woman because she's looking at her man. Like you should be happy that someone else is admiring your man. Like okay, yeah, that's me. I know you may like that, but that's me. Why you wanna fight? Why are you insecure about certain situations? That's just me personally. And but you know, as you were saying, men and female, men and women are different because a man will walk out in public, some men, and allow their woman to walk with her butt tight, clothes out, and jiggling and moving and breasts and everything. <laughs> and he's just like, right, whatever. He's like, whatever. Other men be like, what you looking at my woman for? Well, she did wear it in public, <laughs> so apparently, you know, what you looking at? What she. She just has jeans on. She has nice butt. Uh, you know, women, women, no, 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 I'm not saying. I'm just okay. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you said this, said this, oh my goodness. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, it's, I think it's a security level that you have to have in yourself. Because, um, I, like the comment said, that if you marry the most beautiful woman in the world, you still gotta remember. She is the most beautiful woman in the world. Just because you married her, don't change that. It just means she's the most beautiful woman in the world and she's married now. Like Beyonce. And, and a lot of people desire Beyonce. She married a Jay-Z, but it don't mean the fact nothing. <laughs> she's still Beyonce, partner. So, you know. I think, I mean, I talk about this a lot with, like, friends and stuff about when we go on to insecurity. Mm. Um, we were taught that, like... It's such a it's such a bad programming that we've we've had we like like with women being jealous men being jealous too but with women we're taught competition that's that's what it is that's what it stems from we we always see like we have to be in competition with everybody even even women these days with the masculinity like the the most curly hair you know feminine girl still wants to outdo a male like. Because <laughs> that's what we're taught. We're that's listen to like everything. Like me growing up, my mom did not tell me that. Hey, you need to settle down, get a husband. Now it's two different parts of the family because Hispanics are different. They're get your man, take care of him, feed him. Now my mama, she. <laughs> Americans, we you don't need a man. You don't need to, nothing, and anything he can do, you can do. I, I and I grew up that way. Mm, I grew up. I grew crazy. up that way, not wanting right. anything, not needing. If it was something I needed, I'll do it myself. I got it. Some of this stuff I really don't want to do. <laughs> like, 
And the same thing with women is like we weren't taught to love our sisters or talk to them. It's like, hey, don't tell them what you got going on because they gonna try to steal your man or they gonna try to do this or they gonna try to do that. And then some of them, you know, might. But that's where it all stems from is just all the programming that we have. Competition. It's to be in competition. And I don't know if that's with the, you know they call it Woodland Syndrome if that was put in there somehow, or that's just. Society development, you know, men are being in the house and you trying to fight for the man, but whatever it is, I think that is a mentally dysfunctional thought process that we've continued to perpetuate in our lives that we're always in competition with each other. And I think that is crazy. Like, I'm the type of brother, honestly, all my brothers know, I can call all my brothers and like, I love them. And I know one of my partners, he never heard it from a man. So when I first said, I love you, man, I have a good day. He looked at me strange. <laughs> I was like, man, you gay stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I love you as a brother. So I want the best way. And it took him a minute, but he started saying it back. Like, love you too, man. I pray your day is going well. But the competition that we have is some false competition because why are we, you know, competing with each other? I'm still trying to say on this sacred sex thing of why are we competing with each other when there is no race that we're actually running? It's not like, like, I, so I heard this. Some people do not agree with this one, but I think the thought process is there is you have to see this. So I was listening to a lecture one day um, about black societal development. And the lecturer said, black people are worse than crabs in a barrel. And he stopped and let us think about it. But then he said, you know, he always said that black people are like crabs in a barrel. He said, no, we're worse. He said, because the difference between black people and crabs in a barrel is that when a person, when a crab is in a barrel, it's reaching up, not to pull the other crab down, but to really to pull itself up. But the other crab is, you know, not enough strength being pulled down. Black people will reach up to pull you down with no intentions of moving ever. And I said, man, and I said it to somebody else didn't agree with it, but I thought that was a, a something it's, it's, significant to think about. So as we're talking about, you know, sacred sex and this competition, we're using sex, as you said, as a weapon. Mm-hmm. And we've used that now of the conquering of the male. And that and that does, because what does a woman say when a man, he ain't going to work because what? Democracy good. <laughs> <laughs> and my, and my, and father, my father told me this is why I got out of sex things at a young age. He told me straight up, think about the good sex you've had in your life, son. He said, Has anyone ever got you some money in your life? Right. Has it changed your life in any way? No. So don't be focused on no sex. Get you some money and get your life in order. Then the other part he told me is that on another day he had a conversation. He said, Son, they get you to focus on sex and all that thing and all these different women and their sexual parts. But think about it. All of it gets you to do one thing in the end. <laughs> that is it. Once it's done, then what? Unless you're Erica Badu. Yeah, Erica Badu would change life. funny you were talking about the insecurity thing because 
um, women naturally compete with something they really don't have to work for. Like when you think about the physical physique, the anatomy, that's something that you're naturally gifted with that you only have to just maintain. But you didn't have to really work for it. You just thank your mom and dad. That's it. But Some better than others, but hey. <laughs> but, with, with this competitive nature, how can sex be sacred when a lot of women and men are literally being competitive over something that they didn't right. even have to earn. Oh, I got one for you. Remember, I think you 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 were talking about. You don't forget that. Um, how can sex be sacred in a world like this today? Holding out. We were talking about. No. No, 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 no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I know you're kidding, but it's some, someone said, nah, nigga, it ain't like that. But the reality of it is when you start dealing with men and our thinking, it's crazy though. A man will chase you just to have one sex with you one time, period, and then he can still let you go. But you can still hold on to the same man who desired you that whole time. Because if he was willing to wait that long for you, he found it was an investment for some reason. Uh-huh. That's how you become sacred. But it's in the mind, it's in that process of even then you have to see why he's holding out. Because well, again, you don't like the 90 day rule, but I find it is still more mature at this point in life that if you're willing to wait 90 days for somebody, it's for a reason. That's like you willing to wait 90 days, or you willing to go 90 days of working out your body so that you can change your body into something different. If you're willing to wait for somebody, hey, now during this time period, what is our conversation though? Because I'm willing to wait for you. What are we talking about for 90 days? Are we on the phone having late night sexting conversations at that point? Are we talking about Jesus? We talking about the Lord. Like I made a post the other day. Um, a man calls a woman and said, Will you please pray with me? And that has gotten one of the most comments I've had most of last year when I did that one. So again, what is your thought process during this time period? You can make sex sacred sacred still, or we can just make it, you know, it what it is, man. This is my thoughts, you know. Right. I right. think what you're saying. I, I what? I would just hear you. Know? I mean, cause you know, even if the guy is a playboy and he could have any woman, he would want to talk to that female that's holding out because she's something different. Because, like I was saying, like most women will give it up fairly quickly. So when you find that person, let's not say most. Let's say some. <laughs> <laughs> depending on where you go thank you yes. if you go into the bottom of the barrel then yeah but this for our viewers they call, they call it the meat market if you're looking at the meat market you're right you won't have to chase too long but there is something special and you want to know why and like he was saying like a man's curiosity and his nature would just be like man what sort of woman is this why would she when she you know there's money she could get, you know, there's benefits she can get. So he's wondering, like, what kind of person is she that she will hold out something that's been monetized all over? It's been commercialized. She can literally make a living giving it out. So 
that definitely that brings the sacredness back to it in the fact that when you bring moral virtue um, where somebody has to earn then when that person is able to engage in that act they're thinking about that the whole time that I had to work very very hard and be what? patient there's no such thing as love without patience and unfortunately, a lot of people want to create love with absolutely no patience. They want all ingredients but patience. They want a microwave relationship and call it sacred. Knowing that if you didn't really have to work for this, even if everything seemed perfect, you're not going to value it. You only value what you earn. I feel like that is kind of a... So I have... I struggle with this. Mm. this, this what do you thing. struggle with? With the, again... I feel like with the having to work hard for something, if anyone knows me, everyone knows I'm, if the universe bring it to me, then it's for me. It's for me, man. I said, I, I, I do a lot of work on myself to make sure that if it does come to me, I do know I have the intuition and discernment to know like this is this is for me. But again, a lot of people have taken these long, hard roads to get to something because they earned it. Like I think we, why? I, I, I would answer because what's in the this things, this characteristics in the human being that must be mined out of them. There is certain characteristics within a person you cannot get instantly. They can't even get it within themselves. Then they're For instance, you're a mom. They're not ready. The sort of love a mom has for a child only can come from the process that she went through to give birth. There are characteristics in human beings that you cannot value unless it is mined out of them through trial and tribulation. Go ahead, bro. But I don't think so. Like, I think that that's slave mentality to me. I have to work hard to get something that belongs to me. Like, why? It belongs to me. That's like me saying, I'm going to have to go outside and mow and rake the lawn out here in this apartment when I freaking do what I have to do to... So... What? Uh, we're going to start uh, wrapping this up, too. Um, my mother, my sister Ava, said something one day. Um, one of the she said that your fortune in life is predisposed to you. How long it takes you to get it is on you. As a Muslim, we're taught you have to qualify yourself for positions that await you. So if you're saying what comes to you, you don't believe in working hard. I can put that. I could. I'm not kill. saying I'm not saying work hard, but go ahead, finish. Okay, about to say go. I killed that real quickly for you because you wouldn't let Joe Blow off the street come do your heart surgery. No, hell no. Because why? Because <laughs> he go to school for. Right. Saying. So okay, that's all. Make sure on the same page then. Well, go go ahead. No, no, that was it. Because the whole thing. That's all I'm saying. That long you you have to work hard. For things in life to come to you, because in order for the right thing to come to you, you don't just, you just can't give, uh, for lack of better words, you can't give a foolish person the keys to the castle. Right. They have to be able, because they want a why a fool and his money will soon depart. So you have to be able to put yourself and learn 
work hard, go through the process to earn what you're getting. Not just, oh, I won the lot. Well, you know, the lottery is, <laughs> but you know, you work hard because you took the, you had to go work to get the money to go get that still. I think about it like, where did you meet me working at, Yusuf? Staples. Store. Right, Staples. I'm not promoting. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm working at a store, and I and I've worked in retail since I was 17 years old up until the age of 31. You did old? I'm 32. Did you just call me old? I said that. I thought you were like 25. <laughs> Very hard mm-hmm. to move up and move up and move up and move up, right. and I worked really hard, uh-huh. and I got nothing out of it. I got nothing out of it. Because you work for who? I work for a company, but the same thing. But this was something that was embedded in me. My mom told me you have to work hard. You have to work hard. And the thing is, there was people that were like, "Well, my thing is, I couldn't even do interviews because I was so used to." working hard to show you that I, you know, that I earned this instead of me being able to talk to you and tell you this is why you need to propose. Work smarter, not harder. Well, let me camera the concept. Thanks. This concept is called trust. Trust what? Now, trust, <laughs> I'm just no, trust has to be <laughs> trust has to be one of the most uh, sexiest turn on thing for both men and women. Simply Trusting that person is a natural uh, way of people letting their guard down. Though anybody, no, performing the act is one thing, but I'm talking about, man, this is sacred because a trust has been built. You cannot build trust unless it's been earned. You can't spell trust without us. I'm still the difference. It's like, I trust you until you give me a reason not to. <laughs> like, there's nothing that I could. And I, I know it seems like naive and stuff. It's just, I've done it the other way. I've done it. Build it. And then the thing is with people, we are, we are very good at learning things. So I could do everything. I could learn you, how you like me to be, and I'm going to do everything you want me. And then boom, I could switch it off and be something completely different because I knew how. That's dishonest. It happens. I know, but that's why. But, but that's that's the way life works. But that also though. gets into again. What is our conversation? So, we again, as I discussed in the book, and I emphasize in my book, and we it's like we emphasize in our conversations, is proper communication. So it goes back to what are we talking about? Are we talking about how fat? Your body parts are, how extended mine are, how much money we're making, or are we discussing what makes you do certain things? So my favorite question is, my favorite word is why? Because you will say something to me, and the question becomes, why are you doing it? Right. Because I want to know what's your motive. Once I can determine your motive, then I can determine where we're going with what you're doing. Oh, I decided to go get this purple bins. Why are you in a purple bins? My favorite color is purple. Okay. I'm just kidding. No, 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 it's cool. <laughs> that, that, that's my favorite color. Why, well, okay, but why did you get that specific one? 
You get down to the root of I got a purple bend because I can be seen, and that's big body style because I want to be seen. Right. So you, I get what you. Now I know the motive of why you buy the vehicle. Now I know what you're going to be doing in the vehicle. You're going to be going everywhere to be seen in it, not to just get around. <laughs> so when we have in our conversations of proper communication, what are we doing? What are we talking about? Because then it gets to the point of I can determine if you're being deceitful in this relationship or if we're being honest. Now, you can still be deceitful in everything that you're doing because people are good liars nowadays. They are However, deceived. even in the conversation, at some point or another, because you women have this intuition that is, I'm, I swear God gave you, that's, the, that's God's straight gift to women, intuition. That's that's his gift. That's what I'm saying. I mean, that's like that's like that's like you pick <laughs> out of him and said all women have intuition, so you can pick up on a lie seventeen miles down the street. He like Faith Evans. She found out that Biggie was lying, and he was in New York, in, in D.C. And she's in New York. She knew it through the phone. <laughs> like that's the type of intuition you all have. So, yeah. But proper communication is able to see. Your intuition to say, hey, you're lying right here. So I need to cut this conversation off because you don't want me. You want my sex. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I depend on my intuition. Sometimes it's crazy as hell, though. Y'all intuition is off. No, no. Well, yeah, that's if you're not in tune with yourself. You're not doing the things you're supposed to do to take care of yourself. No, no, no. That means that's when you're too much into the relationship also. When you're really into that man and you're, well, my intuition says that you're lying. That mm-hmm. man just told you the she truth. You crazy. just didn't like how he said it. Maybe crazy. Yeah, that's it. Are Go ahead. I'm, I'm here. Yusuf Muhammad. I'm here. Lakeisha <laughs> Felicia. I'm here too. <laughs> she did too, baby. Get your yoni clean. Oh my god. Get it steamed. I'm, I'm balancing pHs all 2021. <laughs> hey, if you got this sacred sex, you want to make sure your your sex organ is clean. So I'm Jamil, trying to help everyone learn to love again by putting the sacredness back into sex. Oh, you're so sweet, Jamil. <laughs> <laughs> he put the sacredness in it. Hey, hey, hey. Hurry up. <laughs> you're not doing it fast enough. Come on, come on, ladies. Let's work. <laughs> and what, what, what the man said, I'll watch. I'll watch. <laughs> I hope you stay with us this year. Um, we have a lot that we're going to put into this. Um, just stay with us. Thank you all. Do it next week. Peace.